Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, what's up, everybody? And welcome to the HHCC, the Hip Hop Christian Connection. Here on the Love Zone USA, Blog Talk Radio, iHeart Radio, iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Spotify. I'm your host, Tasha Little Queen. And today, we have special guests, husband and wife duo, Tanika and Edith Forrestal. Yay! They are marriage counselors. And guys, they're really good at what they do. They got a ranch. I'm going to let them tell it. We got a good show lined up for y'all. Like, I can't wait for y'all to hear this. So let's just jump right into it. And I'm going to play y'all a quick little tune before we get into the interview like I always do. And this is my request. Someone wanted to hear a song that's been by Paco. I'm a lost movie. That's what they call me. Um, yeah. So, that's what I'm going to do. On the HHCC. Uh. I just need some gasoline for my dreams. Really mind when I bang, when I bang I ain't with the same when I change up Seeking elevation, no animation Oh yeah, trying to push myself a little farther Ay, I just need some love from the father Grind time, every level gets hard I start a young flame when I'm lit up Oh yeah, burnt out, I got tired Suddenly I caught fire Kobe came in clutch a gun Easy when it came down to the wire Yeah, I'll be talking, I was hiding Hitting key to my surviving Was calling triple A, holy three It jump-started my entire team I'm motivated, somehow I made it to the nearest Gas station, what is my basis? Basic stuff conversation when I'm feeling like baby. Yeah, father God in the name of G was once blind and I still can't see. Need something deeper than a dope beat. Ears open, Lord, talk to me. Some gasoline, cause I'm trying to fuel my dreams. You don't understand my voice, you're not ever stopping me. I need some gasoline, cause I'm shooting for the stars. You ain't gotta help me push it, but I'm feeling in my car. I need some Cause I'm trying to kill my dreams You don't understand my poesy You're not ever stopping me I need some gasoline Cause I'm shooting for the stars You ain't gotta help me push it What I'm feeling in my car Mama told me if I trust God Then the blessings come after me They tell me I am a problem Only success that can answer me Plus a boy got the strategy Trust the Lord, keep my sanity yeah. I need more, that's capacity uh. My reward coming after me yeah. I got a lot on my mind I don't got a lot of time Every day I gotta grind, 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 grind I ain't even in my prime Plus I do it independently I don't need a co-sign Even though labels are into me Cause they don't determine the destiny Haters just bring out the best of me I give it my all and I beat the odds And I'm gonna get what he left for me, yeah Eyes can't see my potential 
I'ma add to the throne, that's good damn clothes Gasoline cup, tryna fuel my dreams You don't understand my voice, you're not ever stopping me I need some gasoline, cause I'm shooting for the stars You ain't gotta help me push it, but I'm feeling in my car I need some gasoline, cause I'm tryna fuel my dreams You don't understand my voice, you're not ever stopping me I need some gasoline, cause I'm shooting for the stars You ain't gotta help me push it, but I'm feeling in my car I am your host, Tasha Little Queen. Welcome to the HHCC, the Hip Hop Christian Connection. I have with me the lovely husband and wife duo, Miss Tanika and Edith Forrestal. Say hey, y'all. Hey. hey, how you doing? Going on. They say hey. <laughs> so, um, can you guys introduce yourselves again and tell the world what you guys do? Because I know you guys have like a um a marriage uh marriage couple. Uh, conference, the Intentional Marriage Conference. I'm saying it wrong. Marriage Couples Conference. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 14th to the 15th. That is correct. And so I'll introduce I, myself first. Okay. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Tanika I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am the president of Relationship Rescue Academy. Um, that is uh, Re- Relationship Rescue Academy is a uh, intensive practice where uh, my husband and I, we own a, a farmhouse here in Kokomo, Indiana, where couples come and they stay anywhere between two to five days and work on their marriage. I come in each morning and help them work through all sorts of things, no matter what it is, um, whether it's affairs or communication or family issues. And so that's me, and I will turn it over to my husband, Edith. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Edith Forstall. And, uh, yeah, we started, um, like a three acre, we have like a three acre farm, an actual farm, um, where we, um, created a, I, I guess I could say Nirvana type atmosphere for the couples to come who are dealing with, uh, issues regarding infidelity, communication, and different things that is, uh, keeping them stuck in their relationships. So we have like this place where they come. Uh, relax and my wife who is a licensed marriage and family and therapist will help them get unstuck in their relationship y'all have farm animals at the farm <laughs> no we do not have animals let me tell you a topic <laughs> i'm a kissy girl okay even though we own the farm my husband is from miami florida we're city folk but we own oh, the farm wow. no animals <laughs> that sounds like a place i might need to come to the to you know Get some counseling. Mm-hmm. I mean, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of counseling, for real, for real. <laughs> I don't think it's anything wrong. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a retreat, you know. I mean, it's red, it's way out there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I have farmland around us, all over. So, I mean, um, nobody's in your business. You know what I mean? So you could just come mm-hmm. in there and really get 
down and dirty in terms of getting your relationship back on the road, you know? And I think that that is wow. the best way to do it. Get out there and li leave the hustle and bustle of life, work, kids, a distraction, and come to this retreat. That's what we do. Look, can I get an appointment, please? I'm still sitting here thinking about it. Like, I may need this in my life. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we got Because girl. sometimes marriage can be hard work. Absolutely. Yes, a lot of times marriage can be hard work. <laughs> yes. So people got the skeletons in those closets. Yes. Um, and as, as you mentioned, yes, um, June 14th through 15th, we're hosting um, the Intentional Marriage Couples Conference here in Indiana, Kokomo, Indiana, um, where June 14th is going to be a date night um, where we're just going to have music. We're going to have a dance instructor to help people um, learn how to ballroom dance as well as line dance um, and hors d'oeuvres and just fun. Christians need to be having fun. You know what I mean? A lot of mm -hmm. times... Uh, some of us can be so stiff we don't even know how to enjoy our relationships and that that's part of the mm -hmm. problem and then the next day that saturday the 15th we're going to be having a ministry conference where it's going to be praise and worship um there's going to be ministry uh, from three dynamic couples we're going to have um, a panel discussion where people can also ask questions so there'll be question and answer. And then we're also going to have a breakout session where the men go off and have their own session and the women have mm -hmm. theirs. So mm -hmm. um, it's going to be a fun-filled weekend. Man, I really wish I could make that. It sounds like something that we would definitely like to come to. Um, will there be another one coming soon? We're, we plan on having this annual, but we're also going to be looking at other opportunities um, for us to help couples. Um, in large settings such as this more often than just once a year. Okay. And I just want to know, how did you two actually meet? Y'all sound like y'all just both just lovely, this black love is cool <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I, I guess you, you could say it because, I mean, you, you said that. You want me to tell the yeah, story? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Our story is so funny. Um, it, it truly is. It's a God type of thing. Um, okay. We met, we were young, both of us were fresh out of college. We didn't meet in college. We met out of college. Um, I um, had been living in Washington, D.C., um, doing an internship my, my senior year of college. And um, at the end, after I graduated, I came back to Indiana. And I was angry about being in Indiana because, like I said a moment ago, I, I'm a city girl, Latasha. Mm -hmm. And so here I am back in rural Indiana, back in the farmland where you're seeing animals and stuff, and I had been living in Washington, D.C., and I did not want to be here. Um, however, God was closing every door for me <laughs> to, to, mm. to go back to D.C. Everything was keeping me in Indiana, um, despite my, my uh, efforts to, to, to leave here. Um, and mm. one day, I... Um, was driving along with my sister and I saw a church I had never been to and I asked my sister I said what church is that over there and she said um oh that's some church that's on tv um I, they have a program that comes on tv I've never been to the church and I was just like I'm going there on Sunday um and I went and visited a brand new church I had never been to and my husband sat next to me <laughs> yes wow. he sat right next to me <laughs> 
and, sure. and the funny part about that is my biggest complaint to God about coming back to, and I was complaining. Yeah, I was complaining to God mm-hmm. about, like, why I didn't want to be in Indiana, but he had me here. Um, and I was telling, one of my complaints was, I'm not going to find no man here. I was 23. I was like, I'm ready. I, I knew I was mm-hmm. going to be a marriage therapist. And I was like, I need to at least me- meet the person I'm going to marry. I wasn't dating. I was single. And I was like, I'm not going to find no man in Indiana. I'm not going to find a, a good church like the one I had before I came back here. And I went and visited a church that I really liked. And the man sat right next to me. So I always laugh because it doesn't matter where you are, as long as you're in the will of God, God can do whatever it is he wants to do. That is so funny. So after you guys, you know, he sat next to you and met, like, was there like a first date or like, how did, like, how did that go? This is interesting. <laughs> I've got my hands on my face, like, I'm smiling. I'm like, goodness. That, that's the funny part. So he sat next to me. We didn't even talk to each other. So <laughs> he sat next to me and that was it. Um, and the next Sunday, I came back to the church, um, and he actually came out um, to the parking lot of the church and knocked on my car window and introduced himself and asked me for my number. And I wow. actually told him, I was trying to play it cool. No, I wasn't the cop. I was trying to play it cool. I told him no. <laughs> I I told him no. I would not give him the number. <laughs> I said, but you can give me yours. And he gave me a number. He says it wasn't even really his number. But I never. I gave her a wrong number because. <laughs> oh my God. No, I give you a wrong number because um, I didn't know you. You know, I didn't know you from Adam. I just wanted to make sure that you you don't have like a crazy ex, ex or something. So okay. <laughs> anyway, I did not. I didn't even call him. Um, but I kept telling myself I'm going to call that guy just because he was around my age, um, and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm going to call him just just so I can talk to somebody while I'm here. I was still trying I was still trying to leave Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. And so a couple weeks later I actually asked my mom and my sister to go visit the church with me. And they they went with me um and just visited because I had started going frequently and we were once again out in the parking lot. And yeah, I saw I we was they was out in the parking lot and her and her mom I told them that she go. I, we gotta circle back. She ain't even called me. <laughs> so we searched. How you know you gave me the wrong number? Yeah, but the, oh the number you called would have alerted me that you called. So, <laughs> so, so we circled back, and, and uh, you tell the story in that part. So he pulled back <laughs> into the parking lot. They literally drove out of the parking lot, looped around, and came back in the parking lot. And it just so happens that the buddy he was with went to high school with my mother oh so my they the car and i'm sitting in the back seat my mom's in the driver's seat my sister's in the passenger seat and he knocks on the car window again and this time his buddy is with him and he's like yeah i know her mom and so his buddy is like hey my friend here wants to talk to your daughter i'm sitting in the back seat 
And Edith then proceeds to have a whole conversation with my mom. He never even looks at me. It was like I wasn't even there. He introduced himself to my mother. He told my mother all about him, how he ended up in Indiana, um, and told my mother that he wanted that he just got out of college. So I thought he was older than me because he had some gray hairs in his head. But we were the exact same age. And, and so he carries on a whole conversation with my mom, and I'm in the back seat. He does not even look at me. It's like I'm not even there. He just talks to my mother and, like, wins my mother's heart. So my mom is, like, so. She's, like, he's nice looking. He goes to church. He went to college. He got a job. What's the problem? <laughs> and you know what I told her? I said, his name is Edith. What a weird name, you know? Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, well, I... You gotta look past that. And my mother actually tried to get me. Um, she asked me to go out to, to lunch with him right then and there after church. Like, get out my mom's car, get in the car with him and go to lunch. And I said no. Uh, yes, and I said no. And my mother, of all people, was like, you can go. You don't have nothing to do. She was trying to, like, put me in some stranger's car. And I made up an excuse and I was like, I'm not getting in his car, but this time I did give him my phone number because it was pretty impressive that he, you know, if someone is sitting there talking to your mom, um, Mm -hmm. they're not trying to hide nothing. You know, sometimes folks can't even get somebody to meet their parents, but he's just like, I'm not even going to talk to you. I'm just going to talk directly to your mom. So that time I gave him my number. And he called me, and we had great conversation, um, and uh, invited me out on a date. I think after maybe the third phone call. Ah. And there you have it. <laughs> and that was the first date. So how did that go? Y'all are so funny. Like I'm loving it. Like you're hilarious. <laughs> the first date. Um. The first date, it was out of my element, but it, it was good. Um, the first date, he actually invited me over to his place. He wanted to cook for me. And being, I was 23, being the Christian girl I was, I was always told, you date in public places, you date in groups, mm-hmm. you know. Right. I was, yeah. He pulled um, that move, I'm going to cook for you. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he did, girl. Yes, he did. But he did, he cooked for me. <laughs> And, and even as I was going over there, I was like, I'm not even supposed to be going over here. What am I doing? <laughs> but I went over there, and he cooked a wonderful meal for me, and it, it was great. And we just sat and talked and had a good time, and I went home. And um, the next day, he actually took me out to a restaurant. <laughs> so, yeah. How did you know she was the one is, is what I want to know. Because a lot of people always be like, I think they're the one. But how do you really... Truly, no. Like, what do you get? Like little butterflies in your stomach? Like, what is it? As far as the one, as the, to me personally, you know, that is not like you know um, that person. People call it, say soulmate. People say that that individual uh, um, is going to be your spouse. It's that certain person out there that's made for you. But I, I, I think of it like this. I think like. The Bibles really are measuring stick for people. You know what I mean? Like, um, like if I need to fit a furniture inside my uh, my living room or inside of my house, I just bought it. I take out my measuring stick to make sure it's big enough or small enough. Right. Or if I take out the the nuts and bolts to make it fit, 
You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. the, the Bible is our measuring stick. When we meet someone, we we go through the, the, the qualifications that's in the Bible, and if that person meets it, then, okay, fine, we'll get to know you. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so it's our measure. The Bible is, is, is was my guide, my measuring uh, stick in terms of what a spouse supposed to be like. You know, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't necessarily oh she's cute. You know, because that's a lot of cute mm-hmm. people out there. You know, but mm-hmm. but do they measure up with the Bible? And that's my that was mm-hmm. my measuring stick. And the minute I realized, you know, that she measured up. Then at that point, I knew, you know, that I wanted her to be my spouse. You know, that is so you get what beautiful. I'm saying. You, you understand yes. where I'm going with that? Okay. Yes. Yep. So, so I yep. know people. People. People think, man, that's a specific person out there for me. And this knucklehead that I just married, he's not it. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> no, no. You use the Bible to lead you. You lead. You use the Word of God to lead you and guide you. You know, if you really mm-hmm. want to find that individual that's going to um, take you up another level, you know, spiritually, um, mentally, then you have to, you have to know what the Bible says, what a spouse looks like, you know? And, and if that person don't measure that. up, right, if that, if, if, you, if that person don't measure up, then it doesn't matter how good he looks in jeans. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how yep. good he looks in tights. You, you leave that alone, you know? You leave that alone. And a lot of people, they, they so physical, they so, they're moved physically, uh, even Christians, they are moved physically and forget that the Bible is our guide, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. How long have you guys been married? Oh, well, I can be 14. How long did you date before you actually got married and how long were you married? I mean, how long? Uh, you you um, two and a half years. Prior to getting married, um, and we've been married, it'll be 14 years um, in July. Okay, anniversary coming up. Y'all got something, please? Y'all going somewhere? Y'all going away? Oh, do we have anything planned? We yeah, just, definitely. You know, we do something <laughs> every anniversary. So, you know, it's uh, it's always a blessing, man, every time that, uh, you know, that, that calendar year comes around where we can remember and when we got married, how... You know, so we got something planned. <laughs> He's got something planned. <laughs> okay, okay. So a lot of people have those rough patches in their relationship. And, mm-hmm. like, again, some people don't use the measurement stick and they just go ahead and get married. And then it's like, oh, my God, it's so rough. Nobody gives you any type of instructions. So mm-hmm. what advice or what could you possibly do to help somebody get through that? One of the things that I often tell people, and um, Christians tend to be really bad at this, <laughs> we set false expectations for those who follow us in marriage because we're not open and honest. Um, mm-hmm. You know, even sitting here hearing my husband talk about the measuring stick, believers are imperfect, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Even being two people who love the Lord and we have the same convictions. If you take two people and put them under the same roof, you're going to have some conflict. I often tell couples that I work with that everybody is in a multicultural relationship. It doesn't matter what color you are. 
if your, your spouse came from a different family and that family has their own culture and then you came from your family your family has its own culture so when two people merge themselves together in a marriage they're bringing two cultures together it doesn't matter what color they are and they're going to bump heads and so a lot of times you'll find particularly in the first year you know i don't know why they call it the honeymoon stage because that's when most people want to leave that first year is usually rocky because you don't know what you're doing um right and so one of the things that i i honestly believe i think that people who have already been married for some years and have gone through some trials and some tribulations they need to be honest they need to be honest we have we have a good relationship but boy we work at it and we i get on his nerves and he gets on mine uh that's <laughs> real we have arguments we have to we have to be mindful of how we communicate with one another and all of those and that's mm -hmm. that's reality yeah you have, you have yep. to constantly uh you have to constantly uh redirect the wheel you know it's, it's just like uh you know, marriage is not on autopilot. You know, when you're on the freeway, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta go across the country to meet a friend or something. Um, well, I mean, you could have autopilot, but you gotta correct sometimes, right? You gotta correct it here and mm -hmm. there to make sure that is is lined up. And when you fall asleep, that gravel road, you wake up real quick, you know. So, so, mm -hmm. so you gotta make sure that you redirect. You, you, you know, hands on the steering wheel constantly. You know, nobody. Nobody's gonna have a marriage that's just gonna be automatic. It's gonna be good automatic. Mm -hmm. That's good, honey. And and that's uh, leading really into our conference and why it's called the Intentional Marriage Couples Conference is because um, we've recognized that you have to be intentional. Like good marriages mm. don't just happen. Just like my husband just said, you can't be on, on, be on purpose. On purpose. On purpose. Exactly. Um, you, you have to be purposeful and intentional about creating the marriage that you desire, and you got to do it on purpose. Um, even if you think about what the Bible says when it describes love in 1 Corinthians 13, everything that it's describing, um, love is patient, love is kind, love doesn't boast of itself, love doesn't keep count of all the wrongs that someone else has done. All of those things are actually sacrificial. The Bible is, is basically telling you that love is action. Mm. Exercising your patience is action. Um, being mm. kind. You have to make a decision to be kind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have to make a decision to forgive. You have to make a decision not to make everything all about you. Um, and that's why I always say even love like we choose it. You know, there's a lot of people say, well, you can't choose who you fall in love with. Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, falling in love only lasts for so long. At some point, you have to stand on your own two feet and make a choice about love. Mm -hmm. And every day, um, you have to choose that same person over and over again. You have to make a choice. Every morning that you wake up, you choose to love. And so what I would tell couples that are, like, just getting married or not even necessarily just getting married. I work with couples who've been married 30 years and they want to throw in the towel. Um, and it's just simply because they haven't been intentional. They've been coasting mm -hmm. along on autopilot, just hoping it turns out good. 
I'm hoping that they, they catch the same butterflies in their stomach that they had when they were first in love. But you have to be intentional about creating the marriage that you desire. And you have to do, you have to do it on purpose. One of my other questions was about social media. Do you guys feel like social media could ruin a relationship? And if so, how? Hmm. I don't think that social media itself can ruin a relationship. That's kind of like saying that guns kill people. Um, But a gun can't kill a person unless a person picks up a gun and makes it lethal, right? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. social media, I I look at social media kind of like that that loaded gun um you can use it effectively or you can use it um in a way that's manipulate manipulative and that can cause damage to your relationship Uh, the thing about social media is it gives us so many outlets um to be able to contact make contact Mm -hmm. with people that we we never had um access to prior um it, it it gives us access to exes that if if there were no social media, we wouldn't even know what our ex was doing in life. Um, mm-hmm. But however, social media itself doesn't cause relationships to end. It's what is what people do with social media. I mean, obviously, social media is a great tool for things. Um, and now people are meeting. Single people are meeting and on um, line and using that aspect to, to, to find their mate. Um, mm-hmm. And at the same time, I will say as a therapist, things have certainly, some of the things that people bring to me as complaints for their relationship have certainly changed over the years in comparison to when I first um, started operating in my career. Uh, where social media wasn't uh, an issue, but now it is. It's, it, it can mm-hmm. be used as a way to hide things from your partner um, mm-hmm. in ways that that we didn't have access to earlier. So, with your your therapy sessions, like I know you keep a lot of people together. Like, has anyone ever just like changed and just totally disregarded everything and divorced? Well, uh, like we said in the beginning, like. Your relationship, you have to be intentional. You know, you yeah. have to want to do. Uh, you can't make somebody's relationship work. That's up to them. You know, you can mm-hmm. only you can give them information. You can tell them what uh, they should, they ought to be doing. However, if they disregard it and and don't want to do it, that's nothing you can do. You know. And so, to answer your question, the majority of the couples that I have are are very successful. Um couples that I see that that don't make it um, are couples where like infidelity is something that happens consistently um, I've, I've, believe it or not a lot of people actually work through affairs and overcome them um, but where I see uh, problem areas is when someone is what, you, what I call a serial cheater Oh uh, wow! I never heard that one. <laughs> yeah, serial cheater. They they just have commitment issues, and they probably should have never gotten married because um, they've just never been faithful, and it didn't change because they got married. Um, so that's where I see a lot of times where it just doesn't work. 
um, even when I see couples with the most toxic type of communication, I, I usually can assist them with techniques to help them hear one another better. Um, but the, the ones that don't make it, it tends to be because behaviors don't change. Um, Same thing, and you have to be on purpose about it. You know, you, you really have to be, to, you, I use the word being locked in, you know, and that's what marriage is about. Like, don't, don't listen to the naysayers, don't listen to the friends, don't listen to Bobby Joe across the street. You have to be locked into your relationship. And that's how you really, you really get over the hump, you know. Um, what is your spouse's most repeated sentence or phrase, or can you do an impersonation? <laughs> can you say it again? I said, what is your spouse's most repeated sentence or phrase, or can you do an impersonation? Or you? Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> My spouse's most repeated phrase um, is, I'm just trying to help you, babe. He's always lecturing me. And, and when I say, I don't need a lecture, he'll go, I'm just trying to help you, babe. That's all. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> and then I usually say, if I need your help, I'll ask you for it. <laughs> and what about for you? Well, I think, uh, you know, uh, I never thought about that, but it's probably, it's probably, um, you always do this and so. You always do this and that, you know. It's, in my mind, that's only one time, you know, but it, but the words always comes up. And I'm like, you I don't always, always do anything. Do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't always do anything. I might do it sometimes, but not always. See, I think my phrase is, you don't listen. <laughs> you don't listen. <laughs> okay. Okay, so when your spouse leaves the house, is it party time, cleanup time, or nap time? <laughs> For me, it's nap time because my husband works midnight. So when he leaves okay. the house, it is definitely nap time. <laughs> Sleep time. <laughs> I think it's definitely when she's gone with the kids, it's definitely sports time, you know? I <laughs> oh, could, sports I could, time. <laughs> I'd get on my ESPN and just veg out, you know, <laughs> and watch some of my <laughs> – I go to YouTube, watch some of my, some old games that I wanted to watch, you know, because when the kids mm. are here, I mean, they're in the background, just – you know, you just can't watch it in peace, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Daddy, please, can you fix my shoe, please? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so who's more creative? And what was the last thing you made it with him that's been more creative? I think my husband's the most creative. He, he's left-handed, and he's just got creative oh. thinking. Are you talking lefty, about lefty. him? Yeah, he's a lefty. Oh, are you of talking anything. about things of our, uh, just anything? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I remember when we first. Uh, oh, this is real creative. I, I got to give myself a pat on the back for this one. <laughs> when you know, when I was when we first dating, you know, I, I was whining and dining, you know. So, so, <laughs> so our first our very first date, I think I prepared like a like a restaurant type meal at my apartment, and I gave her the menu, and and she read what she wanted, and I would be like the chef and 
and bring it out and I had stuff laid out, you know, like you would be in a five star restaurant. So. <laughs> that was actually that was our first Valentine. And he did. Oh, wow. He literally he print he typed up a menu, literally. And so I had like three different meal choices and he had cooked all of these meals. So whatever wow. I chose, he served it to me. And he had decorated his apartment just like it was a restaurant. I mean, and he oh, wow. and and the menu, it was really cute because on the menu, it, it had like prices. And so like if I ordered, <laughs> um, let's say the steak, like the cost of it was a hug. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. And so there were little, it was really sweet and very creative. And it, it, it did. It like blew me away. <laughs> he's he's, a cre he's creative. He is. He did some. He did other things too that were just really creative. He definitely um, has me beaten coming up with romantic gestures. <laughs> so who's more adventurous? More what? Adventurous. I think, I think both of us are pretty. You know, we like to. We're, we like to do things, you know, go on vacation and do do things. Mm -hmm. You know, she you know, jumped out the uh, airplane one time, you know, so <laughs> I mean, I've been do. <laughs> Yes, it's awesome. We're both adventurous. Um, my husband talked me into doing this mud battle one time where we had to run this obstacle course through, like, this muddy forest oh, and, oh like, walk through a, a, a river and everything and... So we're both pretty adventurous. We're we're very well matched in that. <laughs> so who's the better driver? Hmm. Mm -hmm. Me. You don't even don't even try it, dude. I didn't even hear it. Who's the better driver? Oh yeah, she's definitely. It's better me. Driver. Oh my god, I am in constant prayer. She's definitely on back. Oh, well, she. I don't know. You know, let me take that back. No, don't take I'm, it back. I'm more of a defensive <laughs> driver, you know. She's from Miami, Florida, where there's tons oh, of traffic. And, yeah. and I'm from a, the small town of Kokomo, Indiana. I have reasonable driving skills. And even in our small town, sometimes she still drives like he's in Miami. It's just not even necessary okay. to be driving like that. No, it's me. Okay. It's me, Latakis. <laughs> Wait, so who has the cleaner car between the both of you? Usually me, yeah, but clean. I think right now, you know, actually I cleaned my car out the other day. It's usually me, but he just got a new car, so that doesn't count. Because you know when you get a new car, you're like all on point with it because you just got a new car. But it's mm -hmm. usually me. <laughs> now this question right here? Mm, 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 mm. So, Eden, <laughs> how many pairs of shoes do you think your wife has? How many what? Pairs of shoes do he think that you have? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe too many. Because <laughs> you know? all I need, all I need is my shoes is just all black or, you know. <laughs> black goes with anything, you know. Right, goes right. goes with anything. How many do you think I have, honey? Oh, I... Babe, too many. You should have a couple. <laughs> That's a good number. That's a good number. Too many. So, too many. So, who's your favorite artist right now? And what was the last song you listened to? 
I mean, I listen to just about anything, but right now it's, uh, I like uh, gospel music, I like contemporary, so. Well, what's your favorite uh, artist? My favorite artist right now, um, gosh, I like Mandisa. It's hard to see. Yeah, Mandisa. I like Mandisa. Mandisa, I like her. Okay. I've never heard of oh, anything. No? Never heard of Mandisa. Mandisa, she um on uh, American Idol a few years ago, but she's a gospel singer. Nope, never heard of her. <laughs> what is, did just, she come and I know the, the, the other one. <laughs> the Mary Mary. The, <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Mandisa, yeah. Let me see. So I'm trying to think of the last song. Because me and the kids were cleaning the house yesterday. And I was quite, I always play music when we clean the house. Um, oh, okay. So, I don't know about my favorite artist. Um, but I'm really uh, digging this song, that Waymaker song. Oh, um, Miranda Curtis? Yes. So, I'm, I'm really feeling that song. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have a favorite artist, though. Um, cause I have favorite, um, I have like, <laughs> I have a favorite secular artist, but she also like, like sings music about God. Girl, I love me some Lauren Hill. I'm going to just put that out there. I love me some Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. No. 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 Lauren Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I like India Ari. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, so this is the last question, guys. And where can we find you on social media? Uh, have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Facebook. Um, mm -hmm. You can go to. Um, you can see my practice on relationshiprescueacademy.com. Um, people can get more information about our upcoming conferences next weekend. Um, at the in, at intentionalmarriageconference.com. And that date is June, what's the June date again? June 14th. June 14th to the 15th. Okay. Yes. And you don't have June an Instagram account? date night. I have one, but I'm not super active on Instagram. I do have one. It's Tanika Forrestal. Yeah, actually, we uh, if, you, if you type intentional marriage uh, ministry, on Instagram, it should come up. Also, YouTube. Uh, go to our YouTube channel, just Intentional Marriage Ministries, and uh, some of our videos pop up. Are there any shout-outs you guys want to give? Do you want to give some shout-outs? Yeah, got to give a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> we want to give a shout-out to the Hip Hop Christian Connection. Thank you for letting us come oh. on the show. We appreciate the opportunity. And Mike T for always reaching out and allowing us to minister and, and talk about relationship. We appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Give a shout out to you. Well, wait, because I'm going to need y'all again. And I have uh, oh, some absolutely. good uh, relationship uh, topics. I'm going to need y'all again. I'm going to need y'all to chime in. Mm -hmm. Y'all fun. Y'all are really fun. <laughs> I love this story, especially how you met. Like, that was good. I, I, that's just, like, it's perfect. Y'all need a reality yeah. show. Can we get a reality show? I know we do. I know we do. <laughs> We're trying try to get one for the, because we have a farm. I told you about we mm -hmm. we can have something on the farm and bring couples on the farm. I tried to reach out to 
uh, Oprah Winfrey, she she uh, had to return my email. I don't know what's going on with her. <laughs> yeah, y'all could do your own network. Be oxygen. Like, seriously, be yeah. like, because y'all got me excited. Like, I need to come, for real. Right, that's right. I'm, I'm going to send Oprah that link, so we'll see what happens. Thank you so much, and we'll be talking to you again. Thank you. Wonderful. And welcome back to the HHCC, the Hip Hop Christian Connection. I'm your host, Tasha Little Queen. And I want to give a big shout out to my guests, Miss Tanika and Eva Forrestal, for doing our interview today. I really appreciate that. Thank you guys for listening to the HHCC. And I want to give a big shout out to you, y'all out there that listen to me. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I didn't think that y'all would like me at first, but uh, now we all friends. Hey, besties. <laughs> okay, yeah. So thank you guys for all listening. And right now, I'm going to leave y'all with a nice song. I hope you guys enjoy this and enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. Yeah, I just want to lift you up. Gotten kinda heavy, let me switch it up Shackles on my ankles, but I'm kicking dust yeah, yeah. I must readjust the focus, please, I need ya I don't mean to make a scene, I just need attention This ain't few and far between, getting straight to the discussion Hit me with the concussion, yeah, I'm seeking out of love And I can recklessly pursue without a hurt or repercussion Just tell me when to go Just, just tell me when to go I missed on everything you said And I was comfortably aware I wasn't pushing myself Signal me when you're ready Nightmare in the kingdom Best believe I'm playing Freddy Jesus take the will I need you to hold it steady Cause I'm liable to make a move That's wrong and academically Running just barely Gotta clean it up Cause I'm on mission on calling Got my name suited up Tell me when to go And I'ma try to make it This call is a maraca And I came here to shake it up Break it down, cause you told me How to go the distance, gon' show Cause when I get another call, I won't miss it You gon' tell me when to go, and I'll say, God, just behold me Tell me when to go oh, 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 oh. Tell me when to go oh, oh, oh. Tell me when to go Steps, all of my reps, flowing my breath. What I ingest, I want you to invest in. Where should I go? Tell me what's next. What should I know? Give me proof of my cabeza rebel in this rebel's rhapsody. Had to wait and listen on your will and actually had to give up on my willingness for apathy and understand I'm living for who's coming after me. Anything I work it, got I know that you complete it Biting off the cold shoulders, not anemic Tell me where to go and got them jumping over defense Hopping off of defense and in loop sequence Running for my life and it's apparent I can't pretend What a friend I really made out of my father Coach Carter, I'll go farther if you tell me where Tell me where to go, where to go. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
It is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.